0: Throne, you know, kings and kingdoms are set up by God, He he thrones them and He dethrones them. But nobody can dethrone God, nobody can take His throne, nobody good enough, nobody just enough, nobody mighty enough, nobody righteous enough to take that throne. Nobody good enough. Praise the Lord. We do give honor to God this morning, we give honor to our pastor also in her absence. We pray that God will be with her and her family on their uh, vacation on that trip. But I know it's not a vacation or trip for pastors. Pastor's out there doing the work of God. I'm sure of that. So we just thank God this morning for what He's doing and revival center. We thank Him for stirring us up, stirring up the gift that is that is within us. Look to your neighbor. If you ain't sitting next to nobody, look to your neighbor anyway. Look to that neighbor to the left to the right, and tell them, God bless you this morning. God bless you this morning. God bless every pastor, every minister, every evangelist. God bless you musicians. God bless you. You may not see nobody, but somebody's there. God bless you on this morning. God's been dealing with me with a vision. Vision, 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 vision. I'm going to be reading a book of A Luke chapter 8 and how I got to the vision from this woman, only God knows. Only the the, the, uh, direction of the Holy Ghost. God is telling us that, I believe the Lord is telling me, he's saying that we have to see something. You got to see it physically because we walk not by sight but by faith. God want us to start seeing things. He want us to start envisioning things, things that we are desiring from him. And God want us to see it and believe what we see, believe what we say also. So if you stand with me a little bit, let us pray. Go to the throne of grace Heavenly Father, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just want to thank you this morning, God, for your word. I thank you, Lord, God, for every word of worship, God, that has gone up to you. I pray, God, that every word, God, oh, God, was acceptable in your sight. And I pray, God, that you would use me. I ask that you anoint me, God. God, lead and guide me by your spirit, by the Holy Ghost, God. God, I pray that you will fill my mouth, God, with words, God, that you want to say, Lord, God. I've got them written down, God, what you spoke to me. But God, use me this morning, God, for the time that you allotted me, Father. I ask it, Father, in the name of Jesus, touch God this morning. Heal God and deliver God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I pray, God. Amen. Church, say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Give God praise one more time. He's worthy. He's worthy of it. He's worthy of all the praise. Hallelujah. Give honor to God this morning. Starting in verse 40, Luke 8, verse 40. On his way uh, back to his own city, before he got to his own city in chapter 6 the bible talks about how he came to a man that two men that was possessed with devils living in tombs they were breaking chains off and everything god delivered them and uh the i guess the, the shepherd of the herd of pigs got angry because god uh, allowed the demons to go into these swine and they got drowned and got killed so they went and told on they told him to leave their city they was more concerned about eating than these men being delivered from the devil. And so the Bible reads, Luke 8 and 40, and it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, Luke 5 says, returned to his own city, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. How many are waiting on Jesus right now? They were, they were glad to see Jesus come back. They was glad, they hated that he left, so they was glad to see him come back. Who's waiting on Jesus this morning? I'm waiting on you, Jesus. I will wait yet for you. And and behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house. For he had one only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a-dying. Lay but as the, as he went, the people throned him. Here he is trying to get to Jairus' house, but the people just overcame Jesus and they start pushing and shoving and throwing him. And the, and here is this woman, a woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which has spent all her money, all her living up on the physician. Neither could be healed of any. In fact, Mark says that she got worse. As she went to the doctors. I mean, no, the doctor can make you worse off than when you first came into that office. You go in with one thing, you come out with twelve different other things they done laid on you. They make you feel bad. Make some folk feel bad, but some folk they know how to rebuke those things. They know how to come against what what the doctor says. Jesus, what 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 the what does the word say? What did God say about these conditions? And so she came behind him and touched. The border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood staunched. It stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and and they that were with him said, master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee and and sayest thou who touched me? And Jesus said, somebody had touched me. For I perceive virtue is gone out of me. It is. This woman had to get to Jesus. And when she touched his, him of his garment, she didn't have to touch his body. She didn't have to touch him. She didn't have, she said, if I can just touch him, she felt immediately, she felt a virtue. The Bible says healing power left her, left him, and healing power came into her body. Has anybody ever felt the virtue of God, the healing? power, the power of God, go come inside and you feel it. I remember when we was over, on, over this other side and I was so sick and not feeling well, had a migraine, but I pressed my way to church anyway. That's, that's what we were taught. Pastor always taught, you got to be in church. You have to be amongst the saints. Why? That don't even sound right. You know, most of the time people, when you're sick, I've stayed home a few times. When you're sick, you stay home, you want to get, you want to recuperate, get well. But I pressed my way, and I decided that whatever I can do to help the church, I'm going to try to help the church. So that particular day, I decided, well, we ain't got no drummer. I'm going to get up there and play the drums, banging the drums, making all this noise. I mean, I was so sick. I was nauseous. I will never forget that. And at the end of the service, everybody leaving. And I just, I couldn't move. I sat on a stool over there with my head down. I mean, I was sweating. Head banging. I only, I thought I was going to stay at the church to recuperate so I can drive home. But on the exiting, this sister turned around. She stopped. I won't ever forget. She said, I love you, Al. And immediately, just like this woman is saying in the Bible, and immediately I felt something go from my head all the way down to my feet. And immediately, I mean, I was made completely whole. I won't ever forget that. That was the first time I've ever felt the virtue, the power of God from heaven to, to enter my body. So that woman felt the same thing. She felt and immediately. The Bible says that issue of blood stopped. That issue stopped. And Jesus said somebody touched me. And the disciples said, What wait a minute. Lord, what do you mean somebody touched you? You know, it could have been me, could have been Mark, could have been James, could have been anybody Push all these folk around here pushing and shoving you, Lord. He said, no, somebody touched me. You know when you've been touched, don't you? You know when somebody done put their hands on you. But this woman didn't put her hands on Jesus. Jesus said, no, wait a minute now. Somebody actually touched me. All these folk pushing and shoving and pulling on Jesus, trying to get to Jesus. Out of all that I believe, Jesus said, that don't move me. None of that pushing, none of that shoving, none of that crying, none of that screaming. That don't move me. They were pushing and shoving Jesus. He felt that. But they ain't the kind of touch Jesus was looking for. Jesus looking for a different kind of touch. He said, no, man, somebody actually touched me. Have you actually touched the Lord in a while? Have you reached out? and touched him he said somebody touched me Peter I, I, I know what I feel you can't tell me no otherwise he said no no all these folk yeah they touched me but that don't that stuff don't move me you know Nahum said the Lord is good and a stronghold in the day of trouble he knoweth them that trust in him God know the people that is trusting him, that's got faith in him he know when we believe and when we ain't believing." All the time we think we believing, I ain't believing all the time. But he said, I know them that trust me. He said, somebody touched me. Somebody actually came in contact with me. Somebody connect connected with me. Somebody I felt really connected with me. God, the Lord is looking for people to really connect with him. He said, I felt a vibe. You know, connect. You, know, you got to have a vibe, don't you? You get a vibe from people sometimes. You know, you feel I, I, I'm vibing with you, brother. That's what they do. See out to you. I'm vibing. I'm feeling you. That what Jesus want to say. Jesus said, "I want to feel you. Really, I want to feel you. I want to feel your faith reach out to me." So this woman was connected with God. She was connected with the Lord. She she connected, and all these people pushing and shoving and and and. and, and And pulling them down and trying to get to Jesus. Jesus said, I want to be touched. Somebody touch me. All we got to do is really just reach out and connect. Get this vibe with Jesus and he'll connect with us. See, a lot of people trying to get to God a different kind of way. All kind of ways. They're trying to get to God. You can't get to God unless you go through Jesus. Only way we can connect with God, we got to have this connection with Jesus. And things work, you connect with Jesus, you connect with God. And God connect with you. We got to connect with the Lord in order to get what we want. When you connect with God, you're going to connect with God and you're going to get your deliverance. You're going to get your healing. God going to heal your children. God going to save. When God can feel this connect, this connection, this, this real touch. He ain't talking about all of this crying and, Heaping and hollering, you're gonna feel and you're gonna see the power of God by faith. It is by faith the Bible tells. You, it's impossible to please God, for he that come to God must believe that he is, and he is a reward of them that diligently seek. This woman was seeking God. She had a vision. She had. She saw herself healed. You, you, you got to be, I guess, you got to become, if you ain't, learn how to be a visionary. Learn how to see yourself in the vision. Be, get in the vision, you know. Get an envision of yourself. Get an envision of your children. Get an envision of this church. Get an envision that there is somebody sitting next to you. You got to see yourself in the vision. Most of the time, God, people see themselves out the vision. God wants us to be in the vision. All those folk out there, thronging and pushing. God, this woman had a vision. She saw. She had to see herself well. She had to see herself here. You got to see yourself doing better than what you are. You got to see yourself here. You got to see yourself at the top. God, He's the God of the valleys and He's the God of the hills. Yes, we've been in the valley for a while, but God's been taking... God said, I'm tired of you, Moses, and all of you folk going around the same old mountain. I'm here with you in the valley, but I'm trying to get you to the top. You got to envision yourself at the top. You got to envision yourself with an increase. You got to envision yourself doing better. And sometimes when you catch the vision, you're going to lose a lot of folk. You might lose your friend your best friend you might lose your husband might lose your wife might lose some of your kids but when you catch that vision ain't nothing gonna stop you this woman had a vision this woman came up with this crazy idea she had to have a vision all these folk i heard about jesus i heard about what he can do they talk about jesus can heal they talk about he can deliver I ain't going to be able to get to this, man. I got an issue of blood. I'm weak. I ain't supposed to be out. I got to break the law because the law don't don't heal me. The law ain't got no deliverance for me. The law can't help me. I got to do something. I got to envision myself healed. So this woman saw herself getting to God. Any kind of way that she can. I ain't got to touch his body. I ain't got to touch his disciple. I ain't got to touch his feet. If I can just reach out and see myself touching the him, that's good enough for me. What's good enough for you, saints of God? What's good enough for you? Just a little bit of faith. That's all it takes is a little bit of faith. If you can just reach out and touch Jesus, touch God. The things that you're waiting for, the things that we're looking for, the things that's in your life that's causing you some problem, it's going to stop. The things that's causing you to to not go forward is going to get moved out the way. God trying to catapult his people to where he wants them to be. I know it's all about timing, but we got to look and find out that Proverbs said, my people perish. Without a vision. You got to have something that you're reaching for. After that vision, this woman had to have a goal. You got to have, I mean, you got a vision. I can visionary, be you know, I can be a visionary. You know, I can see myself in these places. I, I see myself doing a lot of things. I had a vision and a dream after it was told to me that I'm supposed to be a preacher. And this, but I had to have this vision. I had to catch this thing. People can prophesy over your life. You know, God gave the visions to the, to the, uh, to the prophets, but you got to envision yourself in those visions 2000 years ago. You got to see yourself doing better. You got to see yourself well. You got to see your children saved. Even, even though you see what they are doing now, it don't look right. It don't sound right. I don't even feel right, no. but I got to put myself in that vision. I got to be part of it. I'm going to be part of this vision that God, God said, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. I know the plans. He had this vision, what man going to be like, and he had a plan. So this woman had this vision. If I can just get this, get to this garment, I know that's all it's going to take. I read this testimony about this blind man. This blind, completely medical, clinically blind man. This blind man had this crazy idea that after he lost his sight, I want to reach Mount Everest. Then he thought, well, I want to reach all the seven summits of the world. I want to climb the highest mountains in the world. Now, and this man Caught the vision after he he did it. He, he wasn't roped off to people. They showed videos, him climbing. They were behind him. Nobody was putting, Nobody was saying, put your left foot up or none of that. This blind man reached seven summits. And then he had another crazy idea. So you know what? I ain't finished. See, once we reach the top, we think that's as far as we can go. He said, I want to go kayaking in the Grand Canyons. I said, you do? So they showed him him. Nobody in the boat. You want to get one person in the boat. But Jesus was in the boat with him. He was guiding himself. He was flipping. And he made that. This man, they said, how did you do that? He said, well, you got to have a vision, but it's got to be inside of you. You got to have what it take inside of you. You ain't got to see it. This man was blind. I mean, clinically, medically blind. Can't see dark. I mean, he just dark. Blind is a bet. But this man had this vision. He caught this vision. We got to catch a vision. Catch your vision. Whatever your vision is. Whatever you see yourself doing. See yourself doing it to the very end. Whatever vision that God gives you, go after that vision. And after this man had this vision, this woman, she had to have a vision. And after she had this vision, she started setting up a goal. But you gotta have a gotta have a plan. You know, you gotta. You know, I got this vision. Tawana and I was invited out some weeks ago, and, boy, we drove up, and I was like, wow. Man, this is beautiful. Got in the house. Hoo-way. I was like, oh, man, Tawana, looking around, and I said, "Twan, can you see yourself in this? Well, yeah. I will have to see. You got to see yourself in those things. You know, the average person, no, I can't see myself in that. You got to see yourself. You look, you walk by faith and not by sight. You got to believe what God said. You know, you got to believe it was a beautiful place. I said, yeah. She said, yeah, but I would have to use this for the saints. I would have to do everything over here for the saints. It's so big and so beautiful. And, man, we got space over here and space, too much space. She said, it's just too much space. You have a church in here. She, but she didn't say, I can't see myself there. A lot of folk can't see themselves. I couldn't see myself standing up here doing what I'm doing. I it just I just didn't have that vision. I couldn't see myself fathering eight children. I couldn't see myself doing a lot of things. I couldn't see myself, I couldn't see myself taking care of my family with just a little bit of money that I made. I couldn't see it. I couldn't see, I couldn't see us moving out here in a better place where God was trying to get us. I just couldn't see it. All I saw was Paige and Sarah. All I saw was the hood. And that's all I, that's the forest I could see because I ain't seen nothing else. But when I, when God got to talking to me, I still, I said, well, Lord, yeah, I see that fresh new carpet. I see me in my bedroom with my wife, no kids in the bed because kids had to sleep with. you." (laughs) You got to start seeing yourself doing better. You got to start seeing your children doing better. You got to see it. And when you see it, You're going to reach for it, but you got to have this goal. So this woman had to have, she had to come up with some kind of plan. Okay, well, how do I get to Jesus with all these folk? It's going to take something. You know, when you're trying to reach a goal, you got to have a plan. But you're going to go through some stuff. This woman knew she was going to get stepped on. She might get pulled down by her. She might get kicked. They might roll over. But she was... She was willing to go through whatever she had to go through to get what she had to get. She was a visionary. And some of the, the characters of a visionary is, you got to be, one of them is being resilient. Being resilient is a person that goes through, but he bounced back. But it said he bounced back quickly. Some of us don't bounce back quickly. Some of us take, it takes forever, and some don't even make it back. We went to go visit uh, one of the sisters and mothers in the church. She had no vision. She couldn't catch the, the word or nothing. She was just there. Been out of church for so long. Couldn't see herself well. We'd honor me passing to her. We'd honor preaching to her, testifying to her, building up. But we come to the conclusion that you know, when you're out, you're out of the house of God. For so long, you lose all vision. You become blind. You know, you had no more word in you. No more. The word is there. It's dormant. She didn't know how to bring the word back up to get life. And so when we left her, Pastor talked said, what day you want to come out? Pastor made her put a date on it. 25th. What day you want to do this? What day you want to do that? And so we just encouraged her as much. She had no vision at all. The people God's people today are perishing without that vision. You got you got to see something spiritual. We see all of this stuff naturally, so but a lot, a lot of this stuff, the natural stuff, so we don't even want no more. We're not even concerned about it. The word of God is so precious to where it's not. There's no vision in the land no more. It can't be because God ain't speaking to the prophets. The prophets ain't saying nothing. So you got to believe what God is telling us. You got all you got now is the word of God. And ask God to give you your vision. So she came up with this plan. She came up with this goal. So I got to get, you know, I, maybe if I just come low, they're going to be expecting me to come from the top, but I'm going to get down low. And I'm going to, I got to touch something. To Maybe if I just sit here and maybe the crowd might divert him over to, she had to come up with some kind of goal. You got to come up with a goal. You got to put something into place with your vision. Faith without works is dead. This woman kept having, she just had the vision, not no works, no gold. Jesus said, what man go out and build a building, some kind of structure, and don't count the cost to see if he's able to finish building that building? What king goes to war, he said, with his 10,000? against 20,000 and don't sit back and think about can my 10,000 whoop this 20,000. You got to put some plan. You got to put a goal. You got to put something into into play. We got to have a goal. We got to have a plan. You got to be resilient. You have to believe God. You got to have that faith of God in you and the faith of God that's in you is going to rise up. It's going to cause you to move toward your goal. God said look I'm tired of my folk sitting the way they sitting. I'm tired of you sitting where you are. I'm tired of. Ain't but two people had a vision that they can take the land, Joshua and Caleb. The ten people, they didn't have that vision. They didn't believe God. We got to believe God. And God is still on the throne. He does reign. God is going to fill this church. So speak to your neighbor right now and tell them girl god bless you brother may the lord be with you you got you got to have you got to have that crazy kind of faith you know people here in the church are getting tired of going around the same mind we want something to do i said well stir up the gift in you get your goal catch the vision if you can't see it and if somebody gives them say so they got a vision envision yourself doing it Envision your children that's not here doing it. We got a son said, well, I don't want my children going there. I want to go somewhere else. They need to do something. But the kids love it here. Envision the kids here. Envision this church full. Envision the Sunday schools full. Envision it. Put your family, put yourself in the vision. Don't be an outcast. Put yourself in the vision. God will include you too. We're excluding ourselves. God wants you. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to be above and not below. He wants you to be the lender and not the borrower. God wants you to. Just as many loans that you got, that's how many slave owners, how many masters you got. I decided, Lord, I set myself a goal. I'm going to get rid of all of these, these, these masters of mine. You know, the lender is a, the borrower is a slave to the lender. You know, look it, read it. You know, MasterCard was my, he was my master. Visa was my master. That was a time I was living without plastic. I was doing just fine until I wanted to go and borrow something. And they said, well, you ain't got no, you ain't got no credit. I said, well, that's a good thing, ain't it? Nope. Bad credit is better than no credit. And I thought, well, my God, it's designed for you to fail. The devil set this thing up for us to fail. And we're telling ourselves we got to do it the world's way. We got to do it their way. God wants us to do it his way because it's possible. With men, he said, this is impossible. but With God, all things are possible. I lived without credit for a long time. I just took my time and paid for everything and it felt good. So now I'm getting rid of all my masters and I'm going to have one master and his name is Jesus. Get a plan. Get a vision and see what God wants you to do. Put yourself in that vision. See see yourself walking in God's favor. See yourself strong. See yourself healed. See yourself well. See yourself. Put it in your children. Pastor used to tell us that the Jewish people used to tell their kids when they were little, they used to prophesy over their life, here's my little doctor. Here's my little teacher. All the time, just kept on, kept on, kept on. They grew up to be a doctor. They grew up to be a teacher. Envision. Include yourself. Be inclusive. Include yourself to God's plan. God's got a perfect plan for us. He's got a great plan for us. He's got an expected end. God want us to be well, healthy. I took me a, made me a, had a vision, and I made plans. I said, Lord, for this whole week, I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Now, at the very end, at the very end, I almost slipped. <laughs> I almost slipped, as David said, except I remember the goodness of God in the land. I was it. I was at Oh, getting some bread and some milk. I had told the Lord, I I'm not going to eat no cookies, no cakes, no pies, none of that stuff for this week. I ain't going to overload. I'm going to start this thing off gradually. I'm going to get to my goal. Paul said, I'll press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling. He said, I have not reached my goal. I have not obtained it yet. I ain't obtained my goal yet, but I'm yet pressing toward the mark of the prize of the high calling. And it's in Christ Jesus. Everything that we need is in Christ Jesus. Your healing, your deliverance, it's in Jesus. It's in the way that he said, do this thing. That's the way. He said, I'm the way, the truth, the life. So I got to the, got to the counter and I had put a whole pack of family Oreos in there. And I eat those Oreos. I put them in the kitchen, but I make so many trips. I make a whole lot of trips to the pantry. Call myself separating myself from them. Well, if they in my bedroom, I'm all right. But I put them in the pantry. I go down there and get two cookies. In the morning, get two cookies. Get three cookies, four cookies. Well, you know, them cookies are gone with before a week. And so I got up there and I thought, oh, I lost the vision. And I said, ma'am, here, I don't want these. She said, oh, come on. I said, nope. I don't want them. I got to go. I got a plan set up. I'm planning to get this body right. I plan to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I don't plan to work for God sick. I don't plan to be working for God dragging myself out the house. I want to be feeling vibrant. You know, I want to have this vibe, this connection with God. So when I talk to the Lord or reach out for reach out to God, I want him to feel that vibe. I want to feel out I'm vibing with you. Anybody vibing with God? Anybody want to vibe with God? Lord, I want to vibe with you. I'm tired of just pushing and hanging around God. A lot of folk just hanging around God, but they ain't vibing with him. They ain't connecting with God. They say they are. I said it too. But when I look at my life and I line it up with the scripture, I ain't vibing with God. I ain't connected with him. I want to connect with him. I want to hit the source. That's what I want to do. I want to hit God, the Jesus. I want to hit him. Lord, I want you to stop and say, oh, somebody touched me. No, no, this is a different. You can touch God in a different way. He want to be touched in a way that he'd never been touched before. It's been a long time for, for, for me. It's been a long time. since I've touched God. Like I remember how I touched him. In my bedroom, over there on die road, I want that same old vibe. Catch the vibe. Jesus is walking by. Catch that vibe. Jesus is passing by. All you gotta do is just catch the vibe. Feel him and know that he's near you. Reach out and touch God. Reach out. All things are possible with God. Young people ain't nothing impossible. Nothing. Just say your destiny. Get your vision, set a goal, and go after it. Sister may not want to go. They may not understand it, but you got to go. Say, Lord, I got to go. I was sick. I wanted to stay home. You need to stay home. No, I got to go. I was told to press. Your blessings, your healings is amongst the saints. Came here one day on a, on a, on a walker. You just, got, you just got to catch the vision. You just got to believe God for yourself. All you got to do, faith without works is dead. You just got to trust and believe God. You got to press toward the mark. Get your goal. Get, get your mark. Put your mark on something. Mark something up in your house. Mark, mark Put it on a piece of paper and mark it. And every day you go to the bathroom every day. We look in the mirror every day. This is my goal. Lord, I'm reaching today for my goal. Every day. For you know that goal will be passed. You've been accomplished that goal. You'll be putting up another goal. Then another goal. Then another goal. Then another goal. Like Dr. King said, I've reached the mountaintop. I've seen it. He had a vision. That black people and white people would be together. Could nobody else catch that vision? God gave him that vision. If, you, if he'd have told that to some folk, they'd have laughed him to scorn. Don't tell your vision to nobody. They won't say you crazy. This woman kept it to herself. I got to do what I got to do to get my healing, to get my blessing. Do what you got to do to get your blessing. God wants you to be in a visionary. He's a visionary. He sees it. He wants you to see. That's why he enlightened our eyes. That's why he brought us out of a dark place, he said. Brought us into a marvelous light. So we can see plainly. Jesus, in closing, prayed for this man, blind man. Not a blind man. Jesus himself prayed for him. Prayed for him and asked him, what do you see? The man still wasn't seeing clearly. He said, he ain't caught the vision yet. He said, I see men walking as trees. He said, come here. I got to put my hands back on you so you can see clear. God want us to see so clearly to where he'd give us another dose. Now what do you see? I see men. I see clearly. God want us to see plain and clear the vision that he has for us. The church is going to be full Folk gonna be saved. Ministers gonna be up there in the pulpit. Musicians gonna be up there. We gonna have it, it, it's gonna happen. We've sold our seed long enough. Out here, where they said it was dark, gloom, ain't nothing going on out in Whisper. But we decided. Pastors decided, come on out here anyway and sow seeds. He that observe the wind won't sow. We sold and sold and sowed. This ain't no time to pull up stakes and leave. Somebody else, if we pull up stakes and leave, somebody else is going to reap the harvest. Somebody going to reap the harvest. Somebody going to reap it. I, I'm going to quit. I went to the boat one time, and this guy, I was saved too. Wasn't supposed to be on the boat. I'm supposed to be on boat. This guy, Ron, said, come on, man, let's go. He said, man, go to the queen. And I thought, well, one, I ain't got no bin, to bin on no boat. Gambling. I took $40. <laughs> give, give myself a limit. I said, I'm going to use 20. If I lose this 20, don't win. Then I ain't, I ain't putting no more in there. Kept feeding that one on bandit. Kept feeding that one on bandit. I know one of the devil. And I said, well, that's my limit. He said, where you going, man? He said, feed it one more time. It's going to hit. I said, nope. I went out on deck. I said, I shouldn't be here. That's why I ain't win." I just leaned on the, on the boat until it docked. Lady came behind me, put one quarter in there. Ding, 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 He said, see, you put all your money in there, and then she came and got it. God's telling us, we sold all our seeds, don't leave. The seed that you sold, don't give up on it. Seeds that you sold to your children? They're just lying dormant. God finna give the increase. He finna give the increase to your family. He finna give the increase to your finance. God finna give the increase to ministries. God finna increase the church. It's time for an increase. It is time for God to give us an increase. I believe it is. I envision it. I see it happening. And the devil can't tell me otherwise. God bless you this morning. Catch the vision, saints of God. Put yourself in the vision. Envision yourself doing well. Envision yourself here. Envision yourself with a better ride, better car. Envision yourself. I need me another car. Well, Tawana need a, another car. I don't see how. Out. I, I see how. But financially, I don't want to do it. I'm getting rid of one master finna get a long-term master. I'm I'm telling you, saints, I listened to this guy that's saying the same thing that I believe, that I believe the Lord was teaching me. He said he bought him a car and he saved up for it and he paid for it. I found out that the people that's in those mosques, that's what they do. It is forbidding for them to have debt They can't have a car note, they can't have a credit card, none of that stuff. They can't have a house note. I found out that they, the churches, they all come together and they buy houses. And they put the people in them so they won't have a note. This guy that worked with my son, he used to catch the bus for years. And he finally pulled up in the car. My son said, oh, you went on and got your car. He said, how much much is it a month? He said, no, we can't have no notes. He said, I had to save up and buy this. So it can happen. It it can happen. They got a lot of God's principles. They really do. And they are blessed with them. But they don't have Jesus. They keep the principles. And I can see them just coming to fruition. They, They work. They work. But I have to hurry up and, you know, get my wife a call. I have to hurry up and, and get this. There was a time her and I, every year, we would do it once a year, and that was with the income tax. But now, credit good, somebody give me some money. <laughs> then later on, in between, our stuff going to start happening, and I'm going start calling on God, Lord, get me out of this thing. I should have never done it in the first place. You know, well, we got to have some wisdom, but we got to catch that vision. God want us free and free indeed. you free from sin, but you still ain't free indeed. Somebody got a hold of you. Somebody got a hold of you. God said free and free indeed. I'm indeed free from sin, but I'm getting rid of those masters because I believe God is giving me a vision. That what I'm saying, what he showed me, it can happen. I believe it can happen. He did it before. He'll do it again. He said, I'll cause men to give unto your bosom. You know, he was giving, giving me, giving me, giving me, giving me. he give me so much. Sometimes I feel so bad. Like, Lord, I'm incompetent. You know, am I lazy? Why is all of this stuff just coming to me? That's Deuteronomy 28 blessing, man. You know, observe and do my commandments. And then all these blessings shall come up. Blessings, you can't, I don't even know what I need up ahead. But those blessings are waiting for me. Waiting for me to just get to the Get to that point, waiting for you to get to that point, and they'll come up on you and overtake you. It happened. It ha- Y'all remember the Christophers? Somebody just gave them a brand new car when they was here. Y'all remember that? God don't want you in there. He wants you He wants your mind free. You know? Can't you can't get no vision, can't get no dream when you're all clogged up with all of this other stuff. Catch that vision and envision yourself. Talk to yourself like Pastor say. Speak over yourself. Speak to yourself. Get to that mirror every morning and not to do your hair, not to brush your teeth. Put that note up there and say I'm pressing toward this goal. I got to go." This woman had a goal. Her only goal was to get healed. And she pressed toward that mark of the prize of the high calling which was in Christ Jesus. That healing was in them. God bless you this morning. Stand to your feet. Anybody need prayer? I do thank God for this word. I thank him for, for giving me a mind and a vision, Lord, that I am going to be the head. I'm coming out of this thing. I ain't going to be no borrower no more. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting rid of all my slave masters. I'm getting rid of them so I can be free indeed. I'm going to come in here one day amongst this people and say, I'm free indeed. When I do that, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Debt free, credit card free, all that done. It's going to happen for me because I believe in God. I caught the vision. I have to be free. Nobody need prayer. Nobody needs standing proxy for nobody. If not, we're going to close. Pray. Heavenly Father, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, for your word. God, I pray, Father God, that we catch this vision, Lord God. Lord, that we can come in contact with you, full contact, Lord. That we can get close to you, Father, and feel the vibe, Lord God, knowing that you have, God, answered our prayer. That you're waiting for us, Father God. To stand fast in the liberty, oh God, that you have given us. And I pray, Father God, as we leave this place, God, but never from your presence. I pray, Lord, that you watch over us, Lord, until we meet again, Father. Watch over our pastor and all the saints, Lord, that's coming back. Lord, we pray, God, that you will make their way prosperous, Lord God. Protect them, Father God. Keep them, Lord God. Give them the best pilot, Father God, that's available, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray over that plane, Father God, that nothing goes wrong. We rebuke the hand of the devil right now, God, in the name of Jesus until they return, God. Lord, until we meet again, Father God, be with us, Lord God. In Jesus' name, Father, I pray. Amen.